comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Welcome to It's All Connected, a Marvel Studios podcast. It's all connected. Everything. Hello, everyone, and welcome to It's All Connected, episode 110. This is Russ, and back with me are Matthew and Daryl. Hey. 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 So we had a couple weeks off, but we have a long hiatus for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. like we talked about, like we talked about. So so we're going to get to the news, and then we're going to do three episodes of Luke Cage, which we'll probably go through fairly quickly. Um which will leave us three left for the next episode. But I think we're kind of in this news spurt now, so I would expect us to be uh, getting some some steady flow of news every episode, which is good. Um, yeah. So first off, we'll start with, uh, I don't want to get too far into this because I haven't seen it yet. Nobody's seen it yet. Uh, I, I mean, none of us have seen it yet, I should say. Um, but the early Iron Fist reviews are not that glowing. Yeah, I, a friend that I've been sort of talking about that, you know, the merits of, like you said, we haven't seen it. So it's, you know, it's sort of how much do we trust critical assessment versus how much do we sort of have faith in, you know, Marvel's, you know, pretty good track record, especially with the Netflix stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to let it temper my, you know, expectations or anything. Um, but I will say at the same point, like, out of the four, you know, core Netflix shows, the Iron Fist was the one that I not only was the least excited about, but the one that I thought, you know, had the most potential to go awry or feel out of place. So I guess in a way it wouldn't surprise me, but I'm also going to just, you know, reserve judgment until I yeah. actually see it. Yeah, it's kind of a, I mean, it's a bummer to hear that that stuff. I mean, yeah, some of the reviews have seen two episodes, some of six um, but yeah, I think nobody's seen past six, right? That's right. all they sent out was six. Yeah. To yeah. The, to but then the Marvel Netflix shows always kind of slump around seven anyway. So yeah. So I'm hoping e- either the inverse happens yeah. or it somehow gets even worse. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping it's the inverse. I'm hoping. That yeah. It, oh, it, for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Which is how most, that's how most TV shows work anyway. They usually start out kind of slow and get good. So yeah, it could just be that it, Everybody's expecting it to be that, you know, right out of the gate. The other ones were also good. So maybe it just takes a little time to grow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, again, we'll reserve judgment. By the next episode, we'll have at least seen it, uh, at, at least some of it, if not all of it, all probably right. probably all of it. But yeah. Um, so well, we're, we're getting we, we could weigh in at least. Yeah. Well, we're I know on the East Coast, we're, we're if they what they're saying, we're getting hit with the, the snowstorm they're talking about. It might not be that great weather even on Saturday, so I might really be able to catch up. Oh yeah, nice. yeah. You're That'd gonna cool. feel like cool. Danny Rand out there in the Himalayas. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> pretty much. When we talk to you on the podcast, you're gonna be like an Iron Fist, ready to go. <laughs> oh man, I'll have the rugged beard and be <laughs> <laughs> like, man, Harold, like... sounds like you got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kong Long too long, and I don't know how to deal with being out of captivity. 
Yeah. yeah, maybe we all need to sort of like isolate ourselves for a few days, grow our beard, <laughs> enough, get really get into the mindset. All right. Yeah, and I'm kind of in a weird spot because I I have to travel from Seattle to Houston on Friday, so I I won't be home until probably like five or six. So, and then after all the travel and jet lag and everything, I don't know how many episodes I'll actually be able to get in before I start falling asleep. Um, but then I'll I'll get up Saturday and and uh, and pretty much binge it binge it probably Saturday and finish it off. So uh, if not, then definitely Sunday. So we'll see we'll see we'll have like I said we'll have more to say uh, next episode. It was just something that that came in and was a little disappointed with. Yeah. Um, yeah. So on to happier topics. Uh, been seeing a lot of really cool promo images for Thor uh, Ragnarok and oh uh, god looks so cool. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess was it Empire Magazine? I think that's yeah, what they, they, yeah, they get it. Empire yeah. EW, it. EW, yeah, yeah. Um, they had like they they parceled it out. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they had that yeah, cover yeah. that had uh, Kate Blanchett as Hella, mm-hmm. Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie, and then and then of course Thor, Chris Hemsworth, with the shaved head. Not not completely shaved, but mo- but yeah, pretty short. Yeah, yeah. Well, comic problem. readers, we we would. I mean, we shouldn't be surprised no. if you read Thor because they had already cut his hair and he already looked like that. So yeah. they, yeah, and it's like the ultimate. It kind of it's like his ultimate haircut, kind of. Well, in is, the well, the unworthy, in the unworthy the, Thor. Yeah, right, right. Just like that. Yeah, like, exactly. like that is exactly what he looked like. It's like they took Koi yeah. Piel's uh, drawing and said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, do that." Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, down to the way that the costume looks, even with that ratty cape and and everything. It just well, you know, they did. They probably got yeah. at least a design. I mean, either either Marvel, either the movie did it. I'm pretty sure the movie decided to do what they wanted to do, and the, and they just you know let the comic know, and then you know when they were going to do the unworthy, and it's easy to just do design. Just tell them to do this design. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks really good. He's got the double swords, and man, right. I, I almost didn't recognize Kate Blanchett. I mean, yeah, I the, know she looks, looks so weird. Yeah, yeah I think it looks awesome. That, yeah, she that, looks really the uh, the costume. I, I can't wait to see the headdress. She said she's going to have it uh, in an interview. She said she's going nice. to have a mask uh, and the headdress, and that mm-hmm. she can create weapons out of like thin air. Oh wow, is one of the things she said. Uh, so that's cool. Well, she has those tassels. I think they she can they can. I think Hella, if I remember right, she can like out of the black blackness, she can make. Yeah. Things. So yeah, and Jeff Goldblum, we saw him as the Grandmaster, yes. which looks I think it's just weird. Which looks exactly how, you, how I imagined Jeff Goldblum yeah, as the Grandmaster. Yeah, him. I yeah. think it looks great. I mean, like all the shots we've seen so far, are really colorful. It, it looks yeah. like it's clearly like his. Uh, you know, base or, or whatever it is. Um, I think it's, I think he'll be the one like doing the gladiator games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, right. For sure. And, but for all sure. that color, it just, I, I just think it looks great. Like I think, um, I, I was talking to a friend about this, just saying, you know, I think Marvel's yet to really, like they've made a lot of really solid stuff and they've tried new things, but I think even their wildest things haven't really been that wild per se. No. So I'm, I'm hoping that this will bring a little more sort of, you know, uh, more of an eccentric nature 
to the MCU, just based on the colors, based on Taika Waititi's style. Uh, and, and just, you know, you have Thor and Hulk together, like that could easily get bogged down in like these two like invincible, you know, gods. Like, how do you make that like interesting after a while? So I, I'm hoping they'll kind of go a little absurd, a little, you know, I'm liking the color and stuff. So, so I'm you hoping for something do? that's kind of like a little weird and a little wild. They described it as, what is the movie they described that it would be? They said it would be, the tone would be a little bit like Big Trouble in big, Little big China. Big Trouble in Little China, yeah. Sold. So I think that's, yeah, exactly. I, so, and, and especially as someone who's not a fan of the dark world, um, to undersell my dislike <laughs> of that movie. See, I, I'm, I like, I'm excited I, for something new. I liked. See, I didn't like the Earth stuff in Thor. I didn't need it. Like, I I wanted to see more of Asgard, and mm-hmm. I it was like the stuff that I loved in Thor was when they fought the ice giants and when yeah. you got to yeah. see the world. You know, like they didn't. I don't think they spent enough time <clears throat> there for that. And it seemed like even with the Dark World, yeah, they they left you in Asgard a long time. It's all you know. Most of it's in Asgard. But for sure, was, I. Not much to it though. Like they, right. like you're in Asgard, but you didn't get to see the great things about being in Asgard. Right. I, I think the first one I just think it had like a better tone. So I like uh like I liked the humor, I liked the character interactions better. But yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to a more cosmic, you know, Asgard alien, all, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, I didn't and probably it hurt it also that to have Thor pining away and being depressed. And Asgard, yeah. and it, and he didn't have very good chemistry with Jane that you would think he would feel that sad. He'd, he'd exactly. miss her a little bit, but he wouldn't be that sad. So I just right. want to see the magical world. Like, I hope with this, like, this should be like Star Wars, meaning that exactly. Asgard should have everything there. Like, all these different, they go into space, they, you know, like, they yeah. don't go to other realms. Yeah, it, you don't need to be on Earth too much. Yeah, it I think it'll like feel more not. like Guardians. Which yeah, is, yeah, it, yeah. It sounds, like you said, they're almost not on Earth at all. Yeah, they. I mean, they confirmed. I mean, it, it, again, we talked about this before, but you know, they've confirmed that yes, Cumberbatch is playing Doctor Strange, but that the the part that he they're on Earth for that portion of the movie is like very short. It's yeah, to get like, Yeah, I think right. they said two scenes, maybe three scenes. Mm-hmm. So right. it's, it's fairly short. So. Um, yeah, it'll probably be like the beginning of the the movie. Yeah, I'm sure. Something. Just the, you yeah. get a couple of jokes with drunk Odin. Probably sure. that you know that'll be it. You know, like you get a couple of jokes of of uh, homeless drunk Odin, and then boom, you know, back to back to Asgard. Yeah. So yeah, so it's all looking good. It's looking good. Um, I expect we'll we'll probably have a trailer here before too long. I mean, we're. It's got to be coming Eight out. out. Sure, because the synopsis was already released. The pictures are already out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they were just holding. I mean, they were being pretty secretive, which is yeah. Mm-hmm. So my which guess is, is good. Taika Waititi or Hemsworth will show up on uh, Kimmel, and then they'll release the trailer. That seems to be like the mo for Marvel these days. Is or yeah. Disney, not just Marvel, but Disney is have them on Kimmel and show the right. trailer there. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. the only reason yeah. you watch Kimmel. Yeah. <laughs> to see a Marvel trailer. <laughs> to see a Marvel trailer. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's a, again, it's it's looking good. Um, it looks like Ant-Man and the Wasp are going to begin filming in July. So we we kind of heard rumors of that before, that it was going to be like mm-hmm. summer. 
Um, so that's crazy. I mean, they're going to be going full bore on Infinity War, and then I imagine Black Panther yeah. will be be in full gear, and then and then Ant Man and the Wasp. But they're going to be in production on three has, movies at the same has time. Black, has Black Panther not started filming yet? Yeah, they started. I yeah, they, they started. did they actually start filming? Yeah, I thought they started out at this point. Yeah. They usually film a year ahead. I mean, Ant-Man and the Wasp is filming to the day. Right, it's, yes. It's starting yes, the yes. day it will release one year early. So. Which seems like it's cutting it close. I don't know why, but... Yeah, I think... It seems like it used to be about nine months, and now year seems, a year seems to be yeah. to get... A, like, Deadpool, I think, was like 11 months out. So it seems like about a year to get all the post-production, and then bigger ones, Yeah, you know, seem to you know add a few... Tack on a few after months. Yeah. Because um, Captain Marvel is going to film in January. Yeah, that was my next. Yeah, that was my next. Oh, okay. is, Sorry. Is, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's Captain so that's Marvel. Like, you know, yeah, starting in January months out. So. so you've got to imagine that's going to have a lot of uh, post production. Yeah, yeah. So uh, well, quite so a few introductions. Of, months. Yeah, quite a quite a few introductions of characters in that one. Yeah, plus I'm sure lots of, you know, space and flying and, you know, all sorts of stuff that they're going to have to spend a while, uh, you know, rendering and all that. So, but yeah, it's coming. We're going to have to have a director on that pretty soon, I would imagine. We're, they're filming in January. Yeah. We know the writers and the stars, so kind of just waiting to hear who's yeah. directing yeah. it. They which probably is, have it already. They which is, oh, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is funny because usually Marvel... Like, for a while, they made a big deal of, like, nope, we're not announcing any casting until a director's announced. Like, that was always mm-hmm. the first bit. And then kind of recently, they've kind of walked away from that. And part of it, I think, is because I, some of these characters show up in other movies. And so, yeah, I, right. you know. I think Captain Marvel will be in the in Infinity War. I, I like, would, in a tag. Yeah. Yeah, even if least. it's just a tag. But, yeah. Because they're not obviously they're not gonna you know they want to give her origin, but I could imagine a similar sort of yeah. Black Panther Civil War situation, maybe even smaller. Like yeah, or worst case yeah. we get Carol Danvers in Infinity War. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, I mean I, that's probably even more likely. Yeah, you know, from a military, I would I actually think that would be kind of exciting because it it almost sets her up as like in the MCU you've seen her in action as a um well you know not a civilian but you know. A civilian in the superhero sort of. world, you know, by being a, if she was like a pilot or something, you know, like, like Sharon Carter, you know, kind of that kind of, mm-hmm. movie, exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah. So that would be kind of cool to see her be like a pilot helping, you know, kind of in a human way for right. the conflict. And then, you know, uh, what, you know, six months later we get her, you know, her origin or so I, however they're going to do it. I know they keep saying no origin stories, but then they keep doing origin stories. So yeah, I yeah, I never. Bought aside it. from Spider Man, I don't buy. I don't buy that. Yeah, yeah, I never bought into that uh, either. Um, so yeah, all that. To, I, everybody probably thinks we're burying the lead, but uh, the the biggest chunk of news to come out in the last week is the Inhumans casting. And when we recorded <laughs> yeah. last time, and this week I stayed on top of it. Uh, <laughs> last week when we talked. Uh, uh, Iwan uh, Rion was cast as uh, Maximus, so we talked about him already. But we got the full royal family, so right. um, so I'll, I'll go through. I'll go through Tents these, and all. yeah, from from top to bottom. So, um, so we got Black Bolt. Anson Mount is going to play Black Bolt, uh, and if you're not familiar with him, he was the lead character on AM, uh, that AMC show Hell on Wheels. Um, right, which I 
I've I watched like maybe half the first season. It's it's one of those where I always go, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get back to it. Um, and the show's finished its run now, so uh, I, th- I think it was last season was the last one. Yeah, maybe. it was. Yeah, so not you know when I think of Black Bolt, maybe not who I would picture, but um, but I really didn't have you know as far as actors go. I re- th- this has been a tough one. I really didn't have any like you know, dream casting or casting in my head. I know there, there's, there was a lot of talk about Vin Diesel playing Black Bull for so long. And I think that's kind of influenced people's casting uh, predictions, but I haven't really had anything uh, set. And, and we actually saw, they, they had some uh, set photos from Hawaii where they showed him in costume. So he has a real short hair, clean shaven. Uh, he doesn't have the mask on with the little antenna thing sticking out of it. Um, but it's very like the costume is very MCU inspired, right? I mean, it looks like something that could have been, uh, you know, out of Thor or um, or even even like uh, Agents of Shield. You know, it's that very yeah, leather, it looks very sh- like Shield. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, um, the only the biggest bummer to me is just it doesn't have the white accents on it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I one of my bigger complaints, I guess, with some of the MCU costumes is they. I don't mind them being like more muted and realistic, but they don't really have like a lot of flair to them. You know, yeah. it's like Daisy's costume on shield. It's good, you know, but it's basically black. And if you zoom in, you can see like little yellow accents or something. So I was kind of hoping for like the big white, you know, like a sort of stripes, you know, zigzags he has just yeah. to like add a little pizzazz, you know, well, I mean, there's suits like are more, king, yeah, their suits know? are more based on the, in the, uh, what do they call it the unlit the uh, what was it the Marvel Ultimates type of costume? Right. Yeah. 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 And they've never yeah, gone away from that. They've never gone right, away from I that. So it's far. just. I guess the black leather is just kind of a generic, like you know, how many you know superhero action movie people just kind of have like plain black leather. So I was kind of hoping for something a little more flashy but whatever you know yeah well in humans you can kind of i mean if they're going to do any if they're going to do any of that right. i mean they're being humans alien royalty you know like right. have, you know put a little flair in there <laughs> he's a king you know like yeah. he's right. just wearing like a duster and you know some boots <laughs> yeah it's not costumes to them it's just clothes yeah right yeah. right so um sarinda swan uh has been cast as medusa and mm-hmm. if you don't know Sarinda Swan, uh, the biggest thing I know her from, I mean, she's had a lot of roles recently, but she yeah. was Zatanna in Smallville. Uh, yeah. So Google that, listeners. Um, yeah, way back. Know. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. so I, th- I mean, she is she is a knockout. So I mean, uh, yeah. you know, being I, I think I think that's a that's a good casting choice for her. And she's good with action. She's done a lot of action. Yeah. Yeah. Before too, like that's. That's her thing. Yep. Um, Isabel Cornish is going to play Crystal. And so she was in an Australian series called Home and Away. And she's the sister of Abby Cornish, who oh, um, Abby Cornish has okay. done a lot of stuff. She she was in uh, – I, I know her most from Sucker Punch, the, um, the, the Zack Snyder movie, which I tend to like yeah. way more than 90% of the population. <laughs> I of like the world. scenes. I like scenes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's her younger sister is Isabel Warner. Mm-hmm. All um, right. And then Gorgon is going to be played by an actor uh, named Ime Ikwu 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 Akor. I probably butchered that like beyond belief. I apologize. 
Um, and he was most, I guess the biggest stint he had was in that show Extent, the Halle Berry uh, show that was on CBS for a couple seasons a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, but I, yeah. That right. I say I'm going to watch. Familiar, but I And he's seen. been in Lost and he's been in. Um, yeah. Oh, he's in I'm, Lost? Yeah, he's been in Lost before too. Oh, whoa. I'm going to have to Google that. I don't remember yeah. that. Um, and speaking of Lost, uh, Karnak is going to be played by Ken yes. Leung, uh, who had a, who played Miles on uh, Lost. Yeah. For, for I'm pretty excited about that. That's a pretty uh, – not what I would have thought at all. No. Just because I, I feel like he usually plays kind of more um, – Comedic? Yeah, or like I was going to say sort of um, a little tightly wound characters. Like on Lost, at least. Like Miles was a little, you know, sort of yeah. uh, animated, agitated at times. So right. whereas Karnak, you know, I think of someone very cool and calm and collected. But I think he can he can play that. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm excited for that. Another wonder, you know, kind of big genre name. I wonder if they'll go more of the Warren Ellis, the recent Warren Ellis I would bet they Karnak. will. I yeah. really think they will. I hope so because I like that. Yeah, he's like uh, he's kind of like if Clint Eastwood was a kung fu sensei. Yeah, yeah. Plus, Sensei-ic. then then you don't have to have that weird uh, sort of helmet thing he wore. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't see that, that uh... thing working. <laughs> yeah. Not on TV. I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, do. he Karnak always had the weirdest costume. I'm glad they they updated that. Yeah. Very weird. Uh, Mike Moe is going to play Triton. And um, Mike Moe's recently been in that uh, the Fox show Empire. Uh, and he was in the Nickelodeon show Super Ninjas, which is like a kid's show about uh, ninjas. I watched Empire, but I didn't. I don't know about the ninjas. Yeah, I haven't. Mean... Didn't watch the Nickelodeon <laughs> I didn't watch the ninjas. Show. Didn't watch the Super, Super Ninjas. ninjas? Missed, no. that. Missed that one. Yeah, I'm curious with Triton how far they're going to go with him. Right. Yeah, me too. Right. You know, are they you know are they going to dial it back? My guess is that they probably are. He's probably not going to look like the creature from the Black Lagoon. But you think maybe they'll have it when he goes underwater? That's when he looks different. And maybe then when he oh, comes out of it. I would yeah. kind of hate that. It, you know, kind of. That's like Supergirl, it. where they keep forcing. You know, uh, John Jones to be Hank Same. and Sean, it doesn't really yeah. make any sense. Like, yeah. why does he keep transforming? Like, wouldn't that be harder to constantly be transformed? Budget, my man, budget. Uh, no, I know. Like, I know the... Uh, yeah. It just, it's one of those things that takes me out immediately. Yeah, you just start thinking. Because I know it's only for the budget, right. so... Right. Like, why can't he fly fast? And yeah. Then... I, I feel like with Triton, they could do all that fairly well with makeup true true I'm, whereas john whereas martian manhunter is like that's you know cgi 100 yeah. percent. so yeah. i'm just really curious to see how far they go same thing with gorgon like are they going to give him the hooved feet you know how, how are they they gonna... said he the description said he had hooves so nice i mean they confirmed yeah. that at least you know you can't get around that though i wouldn't gorgon. think like, yeah that's him all the time that's yeah. kind of and that's easy to yeah. do because you, yeah you know, it's below the waist it's you, below the waist you, so you're not always looking at somebody's feet so because yeah. even even the old show like Xena and Hercules, that wasn't the worst CGI of that no, show. And, yeah, yeah. I and mean, it, and they right. had no money. Yeah, exactly. No and money. and again with TV, like my expectations are automatically adjusted. Like I don't look at, I don't grade and judge TV CGI the way I do movie CGI. Exactly. Um, 
you know, because I just yeah, know in my head, like it's just not going to be as good. Period. That's I just yeah. hate when they break their own, like they forget their own rules or or they bend them because they want to do something with a story and don't want to, you know, like when they really like they somebody with telepathy. All of us, they have someone infiltrate, and then all of a sudden they've forgotten that they have a character that has telepathy. Yeah, yeah, and they don't explain it, and then right. and it's yeah. like, well. I, that's the only thing that bothers me. CGI doesn't like when you do right. things like that. That's a story thing that you could have caught. Right, right. Agreed. I mean, you know, we've said it before, but between Ghost Rider, the uh, you know the Quinjet docking sequence, you know, Shield's done some pretty good stuff. So this is going to have IMAX money behind it. Yeah, that's um, the that's the big plus. You know, I mean, the first two episodes are airing in movie theaters. So presumably, mm. you know, they're going to kind of go all out and then I don't totally know how all that stuff works, but I know that, you know, once you kind of make the initial, you know, CGI stuff, it, it, it's easier to reuse it and stuff. So, and yeah, and the actors are not expensive. And like the actors that they hired, they're not right. Expensive. Right. right. If Maximus yeah. is going to be the biggest, he's going to be the most expensive one. So everybody else, maybe besides Ken Long is, you know, kind of just genre stuff that yeah it's funny because you know. we talked about it a, a couple shows ago about how we thought that there would be like the one big name that they would add to the show and i mean it's possible yeah. that it's coming but uh i haven't right. you know being that filming is underway i haven't seen it so right. you know we haven't heard anything about a villain or any kind yeah. of setup like that so we don't even know where they are true like, true for the first season yeah. So we'll be getting more. I mean, like I said, they had some set photos. There was a um, uh, there was a, a mock up of um, um, lockjaw. Lockjaw. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a yeah, big. They said they like. It's like a stand in or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like a yeah. It looked like a like a statue. You know, just just yeah, like, like solid blue. Color. So I guess they're just. Yeah, yeah, CGI yeah, on top. That's gonna be that. That's that could the be the weird. Wondering yeah. about like that's gonna be the most CGI. And yeah. what? So one of the descriptions they said was the filming scene. They basically like had blackballed appear mm. with um, Lockjaw, and then they took it away. So my guess is they're gonna basically use him to like pop in someone teleports, and then he'll like disappear. More than well, like, in I think the comics, we'll, we'll barely see him like move. And in, in the right. comics, he's written to like he never stays around, like he's lazy. Right, right. So he I think that I think we'll either see him sort of laying down, you know, like a dog, mm-hmm. kind of sleeping, or he'll pop in, pop out. So they don't really have to have right. him move, you know. Which, I, you know, that's the best and way usually, to do it. I mean, even on TV budget, if they're if you're not if there's no motion, the CGI could look fairly good. Right. Um, yeah, it's usually definitely. when things start moving that that it it usually that's that's when it kind of. That's where there's issues with you know the production value or whatever. So, um, but yeah, so that's the uh, the Inhumans casting. That's what we know so far. So uh, you know, again, a few names we know, um, a few up and comers, um, but nothing like glaringly obvious. Uh, you know, or n- no big huge name that I thought they'd be slapping on that thing. But but we'll see. We'll see. But that was all the news that I had found. Unless you guys did, Matthew or Daryl, is there anything else that I maybe forgot? No, that's that's kind yeah. of been the big thing. I mean, I mean, that's not you're not covering these other shows, but most. I mean, they 
it's only been like Thor and and then humans that it's funny because they released it. See, they seem to release their news. Marvel um, Studios seems to release their news during the week, and then the Fox uh, TV seems to release their stuff during the weekend, yeah. along with Warner Brothers. Like it, it seems like Marvel does week, and then they do weekend. So yeah. uh, that's kind of been it so far. I think um, it's it's funny. We talked about Legion last time, and I wonder if maybe we get to a hiatus period. I think maybe after like all these episodes of Legion are done, maybe we'll do mm-hmm. like a special episode on it and talk about it because it seems like there's some interest from folks that want to hear what we have to say about it. But I'm it's I'm three and a half episodes in. I'm, I'm almost um, done with the fourth episode, um, and the fifth one just aired. I have yeah, no idea what the hell the show is about. Like I just you're, <laughs> it like, is it is yeah it is definitely one of those shows. It oh man, it is definitely one of those shows where sometimes it, it could be annoying because it it's a, they try to play the artsy uh, card very yeah. quickly and make it like visually it looks great. It does, but when you break down the plot. You're like it. It's very not. There's not much to it yet that's happened. Like there's just, but they do. I mean, there's certain things that I like. The mutant that she shares the body with her yes. brother. That's like weird. that was an interesting, you know, story. Yes. You know, like power set. Like they they do have interesting power sets for this for the TV shows. Yes. so far. So I mean, it's I mean, it'd be interesting. It'd be better to like Legion would be a crap. It'd be a pain in the ass to talk about ep- episode by episode. Yeah, I think after it's all done, we could. Yeah. Put a whole it. done thing. I think it'd be a b- better conversation when it's done. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. I have no idea what time period it takes place in or anything. I mean, it's like it's really bizarre. So it's like that. It's like it's in. The, it looks in the past, but then they have all the technology. It's yeah. It's, Sometimes so and is. sometimes they don't. It's weird. Yeah, and sometimes they use a they lot don't. of old yeah. old technology. I mean, yeah, there's like real to real tape recorders. And then like, even like normal. Even the scenes the where you think it's in the or... present, like the computers look like old. Exactly. Like, yeah. TVs and it's yeah, it's just weird. Like there's just a it's lot like, of weirdness going on. Once they did yeah, Days of the Future it. Past, <laughs> and people love that that time period. Mm-hmm. That it seems to be that's what they're going to stick with. And it's funny because there's, I promise we're not going to get. Uh, too far into this but uh there's a lot of like x uh subliminal stuff in there like you'll you'll be looking and you know there's there's like a table and the way they they film it like th- the table's divided up into pieces and like the, right. you know the x is like very prominent on the table or oh, like yeah. somebody standing like in front of a, a window and yeah, yeah. There's an, it's a round window with an x in the middle of it and it's just like if, if you look there's a lot of like x motif that that right. are, that are, are kind of there so it's 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 a very and i am a little excited like if it's if it's who i think it is with shadow king i that got me excited yeah hope being an x-men fan yeah yeah uh, so yeah so, so we'll i think i think you know again we've had some some uh interest in it it is a technically a marvel television production even though it's not mcu uh so maybe we'll just do a special episode after their after i think it's a 10 episode season i think that's all it is yeah, it's not it's not long. It's, yeah, it's a so ten. five it's have a aired, ten. so that means five more. So yeah, maybe we'll yeah we'll just do like a well, little... and then I yeah I guess maybe we sort of enter like an interesting philosophical territory where we never had a um, a non MCU Marvel TV show before. So yeah, yeah, now that we do, like yeah, I, I, yeah, maybe and we, there's about to be maybe two. we reassess the uh, yeah. 
the the uh, concept of the show. And they're yeah. and they're going to be two shows. I mean, they're really right, revving right. up so this yeah. uh, gifted thing. So right, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. So maybe I don't know. Maybe we, we handle the the other stuff as like uh, one off specials where we do like after yeah, the season wraps and work. You know, we'll just talk about it as a whole and just kind of see what we like. You know, to talk about what we think, kind of like we did with Logan. You know, we just did right. like a one off episode. So, all right, so that's the news and such. Um, so we're going to talk about Luke Cage episode eight, nine, and ten, um, and. So this is kind of like that middle area, um, yeah. You know where things get a little get a little weird. Um, episode eight, you know, again uh, they're being you know chased. Uh, Diamondback is chasing them, and the one thing I'll say about, and we kind of touched on this a little bit last time we talked about Luke Cage, but and this is kind of a theme for the next for the end of the season, really, from this point forward, is they make such a point of Diamondback being this puppet master, won't show his presence, um, staying behind the scenes, doesn't want people to know where he is, and Mm -hmm. he's, he's like, super secretive. I mean, you know, as we get to episode 10, like, you know, he says, oh, if your assistant would have taken you here to where my hideout is, I would have had to shoot him. Um, Right. But yet he shows up. So he's, he's like... You know, in this episode, he chases Claire and and Luke down with an H1 Hummer. All over town. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not conspicuous at all. Like, yeah, And it really makes me feel like the actor that plays Cottonmouth, the way they play Cottonmouth, should have been the dude who is the one in charge of all of this. Yep, exactly. I I think, and they sort of talked, somebody, I think maybe Mike Holter brought this up like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Saying that they basically wrote all this stuff before they had cast anyone, uh, yeah. And I think to. I think in their heads it worked out differently because I, I I haven't seen the guy who plays Diamondback in anybody else in anything else, but I have. But man, yeah. the uh, the split is he's bored, yeah he's been in Boardwalk yeah, Empire. The split Playing is the same just part. disappointing. I, I'm just yeah. not Diamondback. Never worked for me. I never felt he was a threat. I didn't feel any connection between him and Luke, like there was anything there. And then losing Codmouth is just like, it sort of adds insult to injury. Because they they cast an actor who, I mean, he's not a bad actor, but you you cast him in a role where he's more henchman. Yep, exactly. He would have been a great sort of crazy, he he would have been great in the part of... um, Whoever the Cottonmouth has that henchman who's sort of like the main henchman. The guy that the, the weird one that wanted to be Shades next, like he, he yeah. the one that was fighting exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know that would have been a great or or again, like you're saying, invert it so that yeah. he's the weird sort of quirky club owner, and then mm-hmm. Cottonmouth's behind the scenes, and then boom, we see Cottonmouth and get to know him later. I, I think it, yeah, that just would have been. Much better. I, I think if anything is a problem with Luke Cage, it's sort of that overall, uh, this I overall position. What, I think that this is one of those times where it hurts the Marvel universe, the Marvel U, that everything has to be on a schedule. Because if yeah. if it was any other thing, and they were shooting this, and they would they they would have been able to say, you know what, I don't think it works. Let's change because they do that all the right. time. Like, sure. Exactly. Sure. In so many projects, and they go, you know what? You're better for this character, and you're better for that character. And they would have just done that. And I think it would have been a lot more smoother if they had done it that way. But every 
even on this, this is my third rewatch of this, and it's it ha- it doesn't get better. Like all all the same criticisms are still there. Yeah. When I see him on the screen, it takes away so much. Like he was so much. He fit having to de- dealing with Luke Cage early. He he was a better character to to deal with Luke Cage in the in the first half of the of the season because he was such a he's such a hands on type guy. Like yeah. if anything, I would have gave him some abilities or something to kind of make it that he could be some kind of challenge or give him a lot of weapons that can hurt Luke. Yeah. But yeah. only he could use them. And, and like that would have been a, like a little bit more of a, a it would have helped the show uh, pacing wise. And it would have been a better um, lead up to, you know, finally facing the big guy who would have been, you know, the actor who's such a, he's such a great actor playing, uh, yeah just to have him be done right yeah and and he would have been like he would have been that guy that he would have looked at luke and been like i've done so much dirt to you like there's scenes when he said all this stuff that's happened to you it's me but when i'm looking at it it's like i don't i don't see you being that guy yeah (laughs) i didn't believe it yeah you're not that type of guy you're the guy that slit somebody's throat in the first five minutes because you can't wait you can't wait to do it so so yeah i think that's yeah, I mean, I think that's sort of the biggest, you know, hurdle for for this this show. And and then to add insult to injury, I mean, and I say this for tongue firmly in cheek, but Mahershala Ali wins the Academy Award for best yes, actor, right? Exactly. And it's, exactly. <laughs> and it's like kicking themselves. They're like, oh, yeah. idiots! Oh. What did we do? What were you thinking? Which I mean, congratulations yeah, they could have had him to him. Locked I mean, in. Well, yeah, they could have had him locked in. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have come back next. He could have been the defenders. I mean, he could have been every God. Yeah. It's just he, amazing. His performance was incredible was as Cottonmouth, and yeah. I, my, he is my, my hands down favorite MC villain. Movies, TV, everything. Like yeah. he just yeah. killed it. Killed it. Yeah. Like he was just so. He like I don't like when you cast. I'm like I don't know why they felt the need to cast him when they knew that cast him for a character that they knew they were going to kill off like yeah yeah seen him in other things this is not this is not like this is the first yeah. time he's been in roles like he he he's always been this good it's just that he this is a more you know this this time he got the project that it got the the indie the nods at the right time but it, i just yeah. don't with the casting i and, just don't and even um i don't know their actual ages but i had a hard time believing that that uh, Luke and Diamondback were like around the same age and like grew up together. That too. Yeah, like that, that he too. seemed like ten, like at least ten years older. Like he not did. like he looks old, but he's. No. I haven't Googled him, but I've got to imagine he's at least like a decade older than Mike Coulter. He gave so off the old, he gave off the vibe of if he was a brother of Luke, he'd be an older brother. When they said the he was two years mom. older, yeah. Yeah, but like, but a much older brother, like, right? Yeah, much right. older brother. <laughs> yeah, he gave, because it's not just it's not it the just look didn't of gel. Him. It's the way he is. Like you know, just some people just have that. You know, they call it the old soul. Yeah, he just has that. Oh, for sure, kinda, for sure. That kind of look, like he would, like he's just older. Like he just has that look. Like he more pain and more. You right, know. he seemed like he fit more with like Bobby Fish. Like he seemed more of that sort of like generation. 
Like if anything, like all- he could have been. I I could see him being shades more than. Like I, if you really think about it, it could have been Shades. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Shades should have been like I. Shades did not come off menacing to me at all. No. Yeah, I agree with that. No. I, I think out of every villain, I mean, however many we want to add, like five Shades, Mariah, you know, Diamondback, uh, the uh, the guy Shades worked for, not all of them paled in comparison to Cottonmouth. Like, yeah, the- like for anybody to be the villain who was first killed off, like that was yeah. the worst decision. <laughs> The three dudes came off like that. When I saw the three henchmen that came back from down south, they basically were like the three stooges to me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I'm like, why? Like, you, for somebody that's supposed to be this, have an organization this big, even with the problems they're having, it you're not very weak. It felt very comic booky to have yes. these very sort of yeah. goofy henchmen. Right. And that's not the tone that you set for this show so it seems like there's just a mismatch in in terms of like the villains just seem no they don't seem credible like and that isn't you know like in in the entire season they just don't seem like they're that big of a threat it it just feels like luke cage could have took them out the first night and been done with it yep so that. It's a weak on the a weak thing on this part. Like, I, I, there's one thing I truly, truly hope is that when we that Iron Fist does not do is I hope that they are not. I hope that the threat level is kept high. Like he just can't jump in and kick everybody and knock them all out. Like I hope, like every time he thinks he can do, you know, like he thinks he can get past something, there's something bigger. Like with Daredevil, when he thought he was doing something, and then he found out, no, you really didn't. You just hit just a this is just a little bit of a level. Yeah, of, and even the scenes there. of him getting like his you know getting his ass kicked, you know, in that those first few episodes, like you, it, he wasn't invincible, you know, like. No, this is an army. Like you're you're dealing with yeah. an army. This is not just uh, ten guys and right. you just keep beating then, them up every episode. Right, and then with Kilgrave, it's like you know that's you know he's got powers. He got straight up like I mean right. arguably a pretty insane power so that's uh yeah i don't think they gave him a proper fall and again if cottonmouth had been this overarching sort of intelligent i I think that would have been the perfect thing because luke cage it's all about like how do you it's like superman you know how how do you beat him you have to have you know you have lex luther who is who's all intellect you know Mm -hmm. so and that's what Mm -hmm. cottonmouth should have been he should have been you know overseeing all this stuff pulling these strings and that's how he He's like, I'm not going to get, you know, my hands dirty, like fighting this guy who's bulletproof and super strong. You know, I'm going to I'm going to outsmart him. So whereas Diamondback's like, no, I'm going to put this like, you know, you know, boxing helmet on. uh, And now I have like super strength and I can. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, like, what? You know, it's like. Like, that's your master plan? Like, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Apparently, Eric LeRae Harvey does not have a birthday. Um Oh. Excuse me. <laughs> what does cannot, that mean? I cannot find a date of birth for oh, him okay. anywhere on the internet. It's like I thought that was like a. I thought that was like a famous fact about no, him. No, no. <laughs> I think it's never like born. Charlie. It's like Charlie and Blackish, where there's a running joke in that show where he's. They think he's so like he's like eighty. They think he's like eighty years old because he never talks about his birthday and he brings up old things like he's <laughs> like he was there. 
and, it, and it's like a running thing. He doesn't look that old, but it's like a running joke with that. It, it makes you think of that now. Like this dude is, this dude is like seventy five or something. Yeah. Like, well, maybe that's it. Maybe he's like immortal. Maybe he does. Maybe he does have a superpower. Yeah. Yeah. He's immortal. Can't do it. But yeah, Mike Coulter's forty one, which he doesn't even. Oh wow. Okay. Or forty. He'll, he'll be forty one this year. I was like, wow. In my mind, he was like thirty. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, he does. He does look younger than than he is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So interesting, but yeah. So the majority of this episode is just kind of like the two of them going at it. I mean, they they get into that fight in the theater, mm-hmm. and they go at it. Um, you know, he gets shot in the shoulder, um, and then you know falls in the in the garbage truck, and that that's <laughs> when. That's when he tells him he's his brother. Like, he shoots him in the shoulder, he flies in the right. body, and he's like, I'm your brother. And it's like, what? Yeah. Join me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good thing, the yeah. galaxy. And, of course, then the cover-up starts with who killed Cottonmouth. Um, right. Shades and Mariah get together, and they get Candace, the, the, one of the club workers, to say it was Luke that did it. And Misty, of course, do, I mean, A, she's a good detective, but B, she doesn't buy it. Because she knew when she was in the club that f- night in the first episode... She mm-hmm. had to come down and get Luke to go up to the to their up to the you know to the box with her right. because she didn't want to be left alone with with Cornell. So right. so Misty's like, wait a minute, like you were up there just hanging out, and you know even though you you couldn't stand him, so she knows something's up and she can't get her to to break. And so you know Misty starts doing her thing. Um, and Diamondback gets the, you know, she, as she investigates and everything else, she, uh, Diamondback gets the drop on her, takes her gun and doesn't shoot her, but scares the hell out of her. Um, yeah. and makes he her, he was going to, yeah, but he makes her really vulnerable. And that, that's like a big, big part of the next episode is her mm-hmm. reacting to what happened. Um, she tries to call Luke, um, ends up talking to Claire, um, and then, Misty ends up, you know, while because Luke is at that point, he's he's on the run, so um, that you know, they get separated out. Um, Misty takes Claire in, and uh, and then they go at it, and Misty gets really physical with Claire, even, um, and and they have to pull her off. So it, again, things kind of escalate um, because Misty's trying to get to the bottom of what's going on, and Claire obviously knows a little more of what's going on, and and. You know she's not playing ball, and and the two of them kind of go at it. So, yeah, Misty really. Come, I, it it hurts her character a little bit that she didn't know anything about Spade. She had no suspicions whatsoever. Yeah, and 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 it's still kind of like it really it it does hurt her a little bit. Yeah, I mean they they bring it up, and then she you know she kind of tells us the audience he didn't do you know he never spent the money he didn't you right. know. It was like, right, right. why would I know? Like, how? What would be my clue? There was no clue for me to know that he did it. That he was working for Cottonmouth. So, yep. Um. So, episode nine. Uh, the the big focus of this episode is Misty and the Shrink, right? Right. Um, it, where she goes back at it. We learn a lot about Misty's upbringing mm-hmm. you know what kind of drove her to be a cop like her it was her and her friend or her and her cousin that the cousin ended up getting getting killed um yeah kid went kidnapped. off with a guy and, yeah and raped yeah uh, they're in a train on him yeah on her. 
And because she left her. Yeah. Well, she she blames herself. She said it's her fault. Yeah, she went that. to the store to go get a lemonade. And right. when she came back, she was gone, even though she wasn't supposed to go anywhere. Right. It, okay, here's the thing that I got to... Do you guys think that was product placement? Oh, well, sure. Well, the lemonade, yeah, that, and lemonade is a popular drink, and it still is as a song. That, that's part of the song. Um, right. I'm just, that's a hip-hop song. But yeah, it no, is. No, no, no. I, I know. It, it was is, just I, the, the country time thing. Like, to be oh, honest, I, think I, haven't, I haven't seen country time in, in years, so it just really jumped out. Only right. vendors. I've only so, seen vendors. But here's one of those things that always sort of trips me up about advertising and TV is, uh-huh. you know, okay, sure, we're seeing country time, but it's not a great association. I've, I've always thought that was weird when, like, you know, advertisers are like, yeah, show our product in the scene where she's talking about, like, her friend getting, like, raped and murdered. And it, you know what I mean? Like, it seemed like it a dark context out. to sell some lemonade. It took me out because even, even... To me, I started thinking all these things right now. Right, right. Like even even being a hip hop fan, and I knew where they when they it just seemed in a, not appropriate exactly to put that song in that scene. Like it was such like an emotional thing, and to be like country time limited, you know, just it, it immediately like, took me out. Plus the and I mean, and you have to put culturally that doesn't look like a guy that would even know that song. So for him to even be the thing that sets it off to her to say that because it seemed like he was in with the song too like he was in on the, <laughs> on the joke and that's why he said it that way yeah yeah why would you say pop like no it one was says a weird lemonade. no one was... says just on a whim uh lemonade is a popular drink no one says that unless you're doing the song and and it doesn't seem appropriate that she doesn't even know this guy like if he was a friend like it was a cop who was a friend of hers and he said that to her then they would have some rapport and you would get it but for just a shrink she just met it made no sense for him to come out and say that to her to yeah, it, just, like, it, it just didn't come off right and i know they tried to put it in there the way they put it in there for the song and probably for the product placement but i know it was for the song a lot right and they could have just used that anywhere else i feel like it was just a weird it was a weird scene to to drop into that mode you know it's a very personal emotional thing and then it's just like it immediately distracted me yeah well that would have been a scene that claire and and luke would have did like that would have been a better scene yeah Yeah, at the diner or something that would have made more sense or even at the hospital like i mean even at the farmhouse when he's there later like she has lemonade in her hand and she said sure sure like, but they joke because they're you know they're friends now, so they they right, you know right. like you get it. But it just seems so out of place, and it just felt like the people behind it were like, "We want to do, we want to throw the the song in there now." Like they just felt like they had to get it in there somewhere for some reason, and and it was just in the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just had to deviate because that no, no, immediately no. distracted no, me. I was gonna bring it up, and then I was, I was gonna. I, I, I was, and then I thought because it did bug me. It did yeah. bug me, and then I was like, "Nah, I let it go." I let it yeah. go. I even saw when I saw it the second time, I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about." That. <laughs> like it immediately bothered me. Again. Totally bugged me. Too funny. Uh, we we get more Luke saying uh, "Sweet Christmas" in this episode. I think he said it like twice. What he got out of the garbage truck, and he was like. Smelled like garbage. He 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 gives a sweet Christmas. Such anyway, that was that, that was a weak sweet Christmas. It was. Too. That was a sweet Christmas he's done so far. Yeah, yeah. 
I think the the one in JJ was the best one. Oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That felt like the most appropriate time. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Uh, totally. I, they kept the the other thing they kept in this one is the motif of like whoever's in charge now gets under the biggie picture. So yep. when Diamondback and, and Shades mm. were going at it, you know, now that he's coming mm-hmm. to the picture, like there was that one, there was one scene where just briefly Diamondback, you know, his head's under the crown. Uh, yep. So yeah, so we had you know obviously in the beginning it was it was Cottonmouth and Mariah and then uh, and now Diamondback. So I thought I thought that was cool that they just kind of kept right. that. They always get that one shot in there to, to say that this is the who crown is always moving in these la- in these yeah. couple episodes. Like power shifts yep. are always happening in in these. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought it was funny uh, when they were questioning Misty and you know said something about her sleeping with Luke, mm-hmm. and she's like, no, 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 no. We just we just had coffee. And so I just, yeah. I, I just I I think it's funny that that's the that's the uh, uh, that's the term for yeah we we right. slept together. I just I just think that's hilarious that they well that had always been I mean that had been a term along for a long time. It just never was put in a in a TV show too much. I've, I've but never... that night, well Batman even did it with Nightcaps. We had to joke about Nightcaps. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, true, true, true. That has been a true. that has been a thing like yeah, that even a wink. Yeah, that has been like a comic wink, and that's been a thing. And I know in 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 New York, like we, you know, that we use that too. Like you know, let's 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 get some coffee or something. Like like that's kind of the wink of you know, you know, you don't want to be crass about it, but you know, that's, what I'm <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, um, I I like that Mariah when she goes to the I guess she goes to the funeral home and she's talking to Cornell like just her. And she starts crying, and she said, "No, your dad did want you, but he OD'd, and mm-hmm. you know your mom's the one that dropped you off." It was just like this really—I don't know—it was, a, it was a, I thought it was kind of touching speech where she, she and late, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and late, like you, you. I, it feels like she. It felt like she never told him the truth, and and you know, like he died not knowing that. Like it was yeah. almost. I don't, and I don't know why she did that. It was almost like. She wanted him to be, um, to feel like he needed her more than she needed him, and sure. holding that secret was to help to keep him that way. Like yeah. she, it was like that little piece of power because she had that information over him. Well, and then that I, made her feel better. Yeah, and then of course the guilt because she really, I mean, that was she laid it into him. You know, that was one mm-hmm. of the things she spewed out when you know right before she cracked him over the head. You know, was, yeah, you know that. You know that's what happened. So yeah, I just I don't know. I just thought it was kind of interesting how she. Yeah, it, kind of I mean, it goes to her really character. Yeah, yeah, it goes to that. And another tragedy. Like he could have. This dude was so smart and talented. He could have done so much. Yeah, yeah. To benefit the community, and as opposed to doing what he wound up doing. The other, the other thing of the other misty scene I like with her in the shrink. When she kind of finally breaks, not, not breaks down, like starts crying or anything, but mm-hmm. when she finally is able to kind of get past her own stuff, when it's, it's when she's telling the story about what happened to her friend and like, this is why she became a cop, you know, to solve right. it. And she's like, I put foot to ass. And I was like, I, just, <laughs> I love that. Just the way she said it to that shrink. I was like, yeah, that's Misty Knight. That is Misty Knight. Yeah, Misty right Knight there. should have that. It's that kind of eat, like, she should have that kind of gravitas, that kind of kind of swagger mm-hmm. about herself mm-hmm. like i know what i can do like it you know like this is this is me 
Uh, you know what we missed? There was a stupid scene when Diamondback had the gun to Luke in the theater, and he holds the gun, and he's, he's going through his monologue, which was so damn comic booky. Yeah. Of, I did everything to you, and then I send you to jail. And then you go and get superpowers, and he sounded like he was crying for a bit. <laughs> and you come back with superpowers. Yeah. And I was like, are you serious, dude? Did you just... That line was just terrible. That 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 whole little thing was just it was just not a good scene. No. It just comes off so much weaker than what it, you know, it should have been. Yeah. What they wanted it to be. And again, because they portray him as this uber badass, right? Like yeah. everyone's yeah. afraid yeah. of him. People don't even want to speak his name. Like that's how Right, right. And, right. and, and then, you know, he comes on the scene and it's just like petty even even his name like to me like he says i think it's in that scene where they're in the the theater the church where he he says i think like luke says his name and then he he says they call me diamondback now and to me it just immediately like in my mind made me think oh he's just it's because stokes is called cottonmouth so it just felt like he was like copying stokes on the whole so his whole air to me just felt yeah. like he was trying to be someone else. So even the fact that he would name himself a snake when there was all, already this other more popular, smarter, you know, crime boss who had had this snake name. It just, you know, it felt like this this right. sort of like he felt like a little brother who was sort of trying to like, you know, catch up to what everybody else was doing um, and imitate what everybody else was doing. And yeah, instead he hated of, being popular, like it, it was it right. Was thing, so it like felt he, more like. It, it would almost be more like if him Stokes and Luke were all brothers and he was like the youngest, you know, like that was sort of like the vibe that, that made more sense, you know, like Luke and Stokes were like the popular ones and, you know, whatever. And then he was always like, you know, he kind of got left behind and that made him a little crazy. I I don't know that, that would have almost been like a better story. Not even if they weren't actual brothers, but, you know, just sort of grew up together, whatever it was, but he he didn't feel like the big, you know, like, you know, the the top dog or whatever. Yeah. Well, that was the comic book where I think it's weird that they wrote him, uh, the Diamond back character. They wrote him like the comic book more than anything else because he yeah. was that petty. Like he he didn't like that Luke was getting out. Of, like he gave up the gangs. He didn't like that, and he was, and he didn't like that the woman that they both were in love with picked luke like he was that petty and he but he died in the first issue so it was like right it's like they just they did a weird inversion and they, yeah uh, just it was kind of a I, I get it like i think what they thought was oh because they're brothers this will be like you know more meaningful but it just falls flat and even the reveal that he's his brother was just mm-hmm. like oh okay it just, I don't know. There was, you know, there was never a point where Luke even passingly mentions like, yeah, this, you know, this guy I grew up with basically my brother, you know, like, yeah, there was never any, it didn't really blow my mind. It just felt like the writers going, huh? Huh? And it, and it falls brother. into that. And it, and it falls into that, that trope that you don't really need where you got to have it that the, the bet, the enemy, his nemesis is someone that's related to him. Yep. Or right, exactly. He didn't need it. It, did, it, it, was, it didn't add anything. And that didn't add anything to, to like it. a modern superhero thing. Is like whenever they retell origins or they retell, mm-hmm. or they modernize or update lately. It's there's always there always has to be a personal connection 
between right. the hero and the villain. Even even though there could be, you know, decades of history or you know many stories told where that's never been the case. But if they're updating something, it's like all of a sudden now they have to be. It's, there has to be some connection. Yeah, yeah it's late. It's just lazy writing, and it's also like it's not trusting the audience yeah. to be, it's like, it's like you're trying to hold the audience's hand and right. you know, Luke and Stokes had no connection whatsoever. And their dynamic was, you know, captivating. Like, yeah. sure. You know, obviously there was history between like Jessica and Kilgrave, but it doesn't always have to be that way. And that, you know, that was something that was set up from the beginning. It wasn't right. like right. A, a soap twist, you know, exactly. 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 Like we always knew they had a past. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, the idea that we're supposed to all of a sudden be like connected to this thing that Luke has never mentioned before. Right. It's just like they could, they knew they were going to introduce him. Why not have mm-hmm. him, you know, drop a few comments about, you know, his brother here and there. So there's, you know, just something that if, if that's the route they're going to take, which they didn't have to, but I think Um, what we're trying to say is we didn't really, uh, weren't really feeling it. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, a couple other things in this episode is, uh, Mariah goes to Domingo and wants to meet, you know, it's like, we're going to meet with the five families and, the five families meet and four fa- four families don't walk away. And one of them does um, that, you know, Diamondback comes in and just obliterates four out of the five, like Domingo's last man standing uh, at the end of that meeting. So, uh, you know, this is kind of like his, you know, Diamondback cleaning, cleaning house to, to kind of get things straight the way he wants them to be. But it never feels like his organization is big enough to be able to get away with him killing no. that many. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That's the other thing. We never shades is his only Dude. lieutenant that we meet. Yeah, yeah. Because even the other henchmen he takes on are just Cottonmouth's old henchmen. Like we yeah. never. That was one of the things I had a lot of trouble figuring out. Is I never yeah. saw his might. Where was his infrastructure right. that was never. supposed to be so scary? And you never then, saw it. Yeah, like in the next episode, I'm jump ahead a little bit. But when mm-hmm. we go to his quote unquote hideout, I'm like, okay, maybe there's gonna be like an army of dudes here. You nope. know, right? And yeah. there's nobody. Like it's so like, just him. Yeah, I kept trying to figure out like why is he in charge? Yeah, mm-hmm. what? I don't. I didn't. I, I to be honest, on you know TV shows, I always think the you know which criminal is in charge is always kind of vague anyway. But it, I just I was like, why is this the guy in power? Like why why is anybody afraid of him? Why isn't Cottonmouth in charge? Like what does right. he have that lets him be in charge? I didn't. Yeah. It just didn't. It didn't make any sense to me. He's not especially smart. He's not especially no. strong. He doesn't no. seem to have anybody but shades, and shades isn't much of anything either. No, like shades. I don't think he ever fights any. You know, there's nothing about either of them that's menacing. No, except that he tried to kill Claire. Like that was his biggest thing was him trying to kill Claire and a hurt a very hurt Misty. Right, right, right. But again, it, it wasn't like a show of his superior force. No, he never, it was, never. You know, so it never. was. It never made you be like, oh, oh man, damn, like this guy. You know, like it's not like, uh, you know, like Negan on Walking Dead or something, where it's just like, okay, I get, you know, why this guy has people drawn to him, why people are like loyal to, you know, they like they set right. that up. Um, mm-hmm. It just there was nothing. About if he's supposed to be like the guy who's so crazy that you just have to like follow him, you know, it's like, 
where are his followers? <laughs> where yeah, where's his muscle? Yeah. I mean, it yeah. would have been. So I would have. I'd be like, I think about it. Like, I would have. It would have been. I think it would have been a better story if you'd had the actor that played Cottonmouth come in with and then take out. Like, he's like, you know what? All this mess that's been going on, all this back and forth, it's over. And you just take out his group and you bring all these new guys in. And that's a right. way to add new characters too, because it did hurt also. That we got these same guys that kept getting beat up and yeah, that, and, and that felt lazy. Like they got rid of yeah. them and then they were like, uh, "Let's just bring them back." And that that felt yeah. very comic booky. The yeah. you know the goofy villains who disappear and then mm-hmm. just come back for no reason other than you know their names and they're easy to beat up on. It was just like, yeah. yeah. And and then this guy like you take out all his all his old soldiers right, and then you bring in your new soldiers, but they get they he gets away. The one guy gets away and you make that the one that's Luke Cage's brother. So he's alone. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And he's on the run. And then if they had it, he goes to the doctor or somehow like if they make it that his blood, like I thought, and I thought they were going to do that. And maybe they still might that it's Luke Cage's blood was the catalyst that, that helped that procedure oh, yeah. to work. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And then that might be what they say. Why will work if they do that with him uh, down the line, because the doctor did go to the room and yeah, I'm assuming that means they're going to do the process to him. Yeah. Yeah. And that would have been interesting because then you could sell some point where like he only had half the blood that Luke had. Or right. Something. So it doesn't so work he, as well. Right? Yeah. And then we get sort of like a, you know, red skull abomination sort of situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, look, all of these ideas would have been much, much better than what we got. <laughs> than what we got. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, a couple people are others. so mad that we're just like ragging on this. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean <laughs> to, but we got. I mean, no, yeah, I'd be critical. Like, and I, I think I, we were pretty. I think we were pretty positive about the first half. Like, there's a yeah. lot, a lot about the show that I love. Yeah, a yeah. lot of performances. The first half's great. You know, there's a lot of great uh, characters and performers. It's just mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately the people who carry the weight in this back half don't really. Uh, you know, they don't really have, I think, what it takes to measure up or, you know, whether it was yeah. writing, the acting, who knows. But it just kind of does, just doesn't really mesh. It just yeah. falls down a little bit. It just starts yeah. to fall apart as it, as it continues after, yeah. you know, yeah. episode six or seven. Just, yeah. But then yeah. it's weird because then you get, like, points in, in these episodes where there's there is some really good stuff. I mean, like, you know, we yeah. talked about the misty stuff with the shrink, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yep. I mean, yep. Lemonade aside. Well, again, I, mean, I think it's. I, I think when you've got when you've got Claire, when you've got Luke, when you've got Misty, you know, Cottonmouth pops. Like, I mean, to me, when those people were in the scenes, it was great. It got yeah. weak when it was when Shades or or um, you know Diamondback or even Mariah. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, whenever they had to carry a scene, that's when it sort of fell apart for me. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, a couple other things. So Luke, so at the end of this episode, Luke and Claire kind of hit the road. They go to see the doc. They go back down to Georgia. Um, and and that's one thing. The other thing is Luke is starting to know that Reva knew he was going to get picked for the program and what was going on. Like, and we'll get more of this in the next episode, but Mm. this whole Reva as this great person is really starting to kind of peel apart. Um, which I didn't expect that to happen. 
No, that was a surprise. I didn't think she would yeah. know, totally betray that. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it would be that all that stuff was a lie, and she pretty yeah. much, she pretty much manipulated him to go through the process. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so they, you know, they put him in the acid bath. They start that whole thing going. They they try and you know, so that's kind of like the cliffhanger for this episode. I have um, a question though. Do you think they did that so that that would make him forgive Jessica? By the time they get to defenders, well, I thought it was. I thought it was just to like clear the baggage for Jessica. Yeah, yeah, maybe and a to rush both. the rush because, the thing, which I still have issues with. But, but, but because of this, <clears throat> I mean, that whole thing of her, his anger and resentment to her is she killed the woman he was in love with. But if you find sure. out she had sinister, right, right, good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's two. That. I think it's twofold. I think yeah, it's it's one to clear that out in a convenient way, and and also just to clear out the idea that he's pining for somebody. You know, like right. now now you don't got to worry about that. He can move on. But but if that's the case, they obviously complicate it by throwing, uh, you know, Claire in the middle because you know going into defenders, things are still kind of in a weird. They are yeah yeah situation. I fully but, expect because yeah. I think I've seen some some set picks where it's just Luke and Jessica sitting talking. They have and to. Yeah. I'm assuming that this yeah. is gonna come up. That he's gonna a, basically say look Claire being forced to yeah, to no, be no. everybody's, you know girlfriend. Like it, it. it yeah. didn't need to be that. Like it, it totally doesn't didn't add, need it, to be that. It doesn't add anything in it. It felt very forced that they're all it of did. a sudden like in you know, like in love out of nowhere. Like, yeah. Like he, she wouldn't need to be the, like if they didn't, I don't know, like if they hadn't killed, Yurik. even from the start, like killed Yurik, that made her have to be in it more. And then like, there was just a, well, I also just, I sort of resent the idea that like, they've got this incredible, you know, actor who they have bridging all these shows and she's mm-hmm. a complicated character. And yet she's got to be the love interest to every guy she meets. It's like, right, why, why can't like, she just be a good, you right. know, like a good character? Why can't she just be friends with them or whatever? Like, because if it was a man, it wouldn't even like exactly. if it was a man and they reverse roles and the others were women, it wouldn't need to be. They, they wouldn't have done that. Right. They didn't have to have like Yurik, you know, and, and Karen like fall in love, you know. It's, right. Yeah, so it, it just felt a little cheap. I mean, I could almost buy the the Daredevil one a little bit, maybe just because it was the first one, I guess. Yeah, but to, yeah, but right. to do it again just felt like you know, and and again the 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 connection just felt a little odd, especially because he's kind of like falling for her in the middle of still thinking is you know Reva isn't you know bad. I don't know. It just right, and him and 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 really him and and Misty. Had the exactly, real exactly. chemistry. Exactly. Yeah. They that's a lot my, more that's chemistry. So yeah. a lot more natural. Right. And so now it just makes it just sort of cheapens Claire as a character, which I don't like a, because she's yeah. the best. I think she's one of the you know the best Oof. in the Netflix universe. So Claire is just a good best friend. She is. I, I mean, I would fall lower too, but I mean, <laughs> but as a right. character, she's but, a great. She's I don't a, even mind other people falling in love with right, her. Or that right. she, the idea that she's falling in love with all of them doesn't That's feel real to me. That's yeah. the yeah. thing. Like, yeah. He says, get coffee, and then she smacks him in the forehead. Like, wake up. What is with you men? And <laughs> the Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's it. You don't ever have to go through that again. And then they joke. And that's all. Yeah. Like, it's just. 
Yeah. I don't know. That's a TV trope that's not necessary either, and they do that too many times. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, The the Delphonics in this episode was pretty cool. Like, they keep, you know, the rehearsal, and they Mm -hmm. kept that thread through the whole thing. That, again, to kind of go back to the music. Yeah, that was good. um, I thought it was. I thought it was really well. The done. music was the star of it. Like, I, yeah. that's that. Yeah, the culture and stuff. Like the the, the cultural significance of the show. I I love it. Like it, it really means yeah, a lot. There's to me. there's so much about it that's so unlike anything you know on TV, especially genre TV, superhero right. TV. I mean, the fact that it's the type of thing that you almost never see in the context of sort of fantasy sci-fi, you Not know, whatever really. whatever mm-hmm. we want to put superheroes under. You know, it's just like. And 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 that's why I was so excited about it. That's why I loved you know the first five six episodes because I was like, man, this is just you don't see this. You know what I mean? Like it's such a different. It's just taking this thing that's almost always one sort of cultural trapping around it and just like completely putting it in another context, and it makes it so interesting and unique. And then you know because of all these muddled things we're talking about, it sort of distracts from from it. But yeah. I still, I, I think overall as a show, it's a really good show, and I'm excited for another season where I think all the issues are just writing it. You know, they can fix them, they can right. fix the plot, they can, yeah. you know, whatever. Like I think the the over the overall idea of the show is still uh, like incredible. And I think it, it, I mean, I think it has set up. Uh, because of what they've done with this show, I think it's set up uh, something that I think they're going to do a similar thing with culturally with the Black Lightning series. Yeah, and I it, hope so. And, and yeah, I think I it allowed, like, because the, the people, I, I say it because of the, the creators behind it, the, the two who are right. going to be producing it, they are very culturally aware of of you know, TV and where it is. And they, it's very important for them to put certain role models and certain, certain uh, people in the show. And they seem to have done that in terms of, there are a lot of older actors in this black lightning series getting cast that it's yeah, not just teenagers. Yeah. It's, I think that's it, what it really set it apart. So there will be some of that dealt with. And I think, I think what helped that to get done, I really think it helped to get done, is that the reaction that people had for the cultural part of Luke Cage. Sure. Yeah, I, 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 I buy that totally. So I'm I'm all for that. Like story problems, it did have some. It has a lot, but overall. That could be improved. It doesn't exactly. And like, that's it, all it's stuff. Like it's season the two, they can right. fix. Like they, we'll, we'll we'll forget all about it. You know, it's just change a few plots, change a few you know actors, right. characters, whatever. Like you can nothing they can't recover from. Like the mo of the show, like the idea behind it, the conceit, mm-hmm. the the trappings of it. Like keep all that. Like that all works. You know, just yeah, fix some of the plot and character stuff. You know, not a big and deal. They, you know, moving on to episode 10, they, they kind of jump back into some of that, right? Like right. they make a point of, so, uh, you know, a, a big part of this, ep- the part of the episode is Diamondback is on this all out, you know, crusade to defame Luke Cage and make him, and you know, public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. So 
he has these weird gauntlets that somehow allow him to punch and make people think it's Luke Cage. Right. Um, and he he comes up to a random cop, punches like, him. It, yeah. Iron, I'm Iron Luke Man Cage. Tech. Yeah. I'm yeah, Luke and then Cage. yeah, and then yells out his name because that's yeah, <laughs> which was that was really eye rolling. People do. <laughs> sure, sure. It was so fun. like it was. It was so. It, it was it so was eye rolling. So it was like place. they. They knew what they were trying to do, the writers, but they're like, how do we get it? And eh, just have them yell, Luke just Cage. Have him yell at him. Just <laughs> it was just like, like oh, God. That was like, like, I'm the juggernaut. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes. It was like yes, three yes, in the yes. morning, and the writers are just like, we just want to go home. Just got to get this done. We just have them yell out, Luke Cage. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like, it would have been funny if you would have said, I'm Luke episodes. Cage, bitch. That would have yeah, been. I almost that, thought that he was going to say it because the yeah, actor would have been playing hilarious. it that way. Like he almost, exactly. He he says everything in that tone. That, yeah, like, that's yeah, what that's, he's about to say. Yeah. When he gives off the crazy script, uh, scriptures yeah. and stuff before he kills somebody, like all of that. Oh god, like, yeah, that bi- the annotated Bible. It is so just. Oh my god. But, but the one thing about it, you know, to I mean, you all right, you pull the the silliness aside. But mm-hmm. one of the things, again, the episode took head on is is like, okay, now the cops are pissed, right? Right. So right. one of their own has been killed. This dude's on the street. Mm-hmm. So what's the response? This is the part of the episode that kind of felt like the wire, right? Totally. Where totally. It, it's it's like, okay, one of their own got hit. Mm-hmm. So now all the cops are gonna they're gonna hit the neighborhood hard. And like they're, they're not gonna, they're yeah, not yeah. And and just like in the wire, we saw like white cops, black cops. Yep. It didn't matter. Like didn't matter. they're all they're all in, and so you know they're roughing up. You know they're just you know again it's like stop and frisk, right? They're just mm-hmm. going up to random people, and it's just like you, you, and you. Yeah, you come here, and yeah. you know no rhyme or reason for anything, but they're just going to start shaking everybody down until they get what they want. And and again to kind of to kind of and, and and they lean into that. You know they talk about you know police brutality and you mm-hmm. know you know the things that the police are doing and you know all that in this day and age is very relevant and oh totally it, 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 and again for a superhero you know for at, at its core what it is is a superhero show right to take that on I, I thought was a pretty bold but two pretty um it was pretty interesting to, to actually do it because you know, I think the easy way out would have just been to go light on some of that stuff and yeah. maybe not lean into it so far. Um, so, so again, you know, when we talk about, you know, what these shows are versus what we see on a lot of TV, you know, this is like something that you typically see maybe on like, you know, well, again, this, The Wire. This did a better job. And, and, and like the X-Men movies, like the problem with the X-Men movies for me is that as a comic fan, X-Men was – always great when they did we were able to take that narrative of racism and being hated for who you are and using that and and that worked and it spoke to so many of us comic readers and i don't think singer got it or he cared about that part like that yeah the movies have never really gone there right so it missed all of that like you never got that that like feeling the, of when they yeah. say mutant, you never got that feeling of hatred, like the like that of being hated just for existing and being different. Like you never got that. In this, they go back into that. It, it gave like it. All of it is in it. Like the you know, like the way yeah. that the cops are looking at the community. Like even when he's saying, you know, only the have to something to worry about for me like as long yeah. as they abide you know like 
it just just that anger that other cop had of um, when that kid was saying all the things that the kid was saying, none of it was wrong. And right. yet, like, he just it didn't think, like, just the anger of it. And he was like, and the kid was coming from chess club. Like, you didn't even look at this child as a yeah. person. You looked no. at him as just a black child. He'll know where Luke Cage is, right? Because he's in the community. Right. And you better tell me what I need to know. You don't matter to me whatsoever. Doesn't matter you went to chess club. Doesn't matter you went to school. You picked me up from school. Yeah. Doesn't matter about my parents calling my parents in. All that you saw was that I was something to just knock down to get what you wanted and then move on. And that, I, I like that's having something like that. Where instead of it being where it was some a kid who was a lookout or something, and then they did it to like it's easy right. for the audience to look at it and go, "Well, that kid was in a bad, you know, like he he exactly. still shouldn't there's have no, been doing what he was no doing." There's no gray area. It's it, like this you was know straight who's wrong, right? This was straight black and white. This kid was coming home from school, yeah. and 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 they did this to him. So yeah, and I, he's like tiny. I mean, he's like a little kid, you know. It like it's didn't matter. Didn't matter. Yeah, it's just like. It's like it's about as bad as you could get. Like this giant adult, this little kid, you know, mm-hmm. he's got all the power. Right. It's just like Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't this isn't Bodie on the corner. I mean this and is I, this is And I come you know, from experience because I remember in New York when we had the Central Park jogger situation, I remember seeing kids, you know, because I was a kid then too. I remember seeing kids getting rounded up like that. I remember seeing that in real life uh, just from walking home. Like it was at a point where, you know, my mother and, and, and the other mothers on the neighborhood and friends, they were like, you can't go out. Like, we don't want you to even go out like that to certain places to play ball or whatever, because until they find those, you know, whoever did that, it was too dangerous to even be outside didn't even matter like you had a basketball that didn't make a difference you was a kid yeah. whatever it, so i mean to to look at that and to see that they capture that in that one episode like i think it helped that the people behind it took the care that they did to include that feeling in it and and why it can go wrong that way yeah 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 and i mean even even diamondback makes the point to mariah like mm-hmm. he's like you know when he's showing her the guns mm-hmm. you know when he takes her to his hideout and he's like he's like yeah a bulletproof black man running around Harlem these days, you know, is, you know, beating up on police is, you know, I mean, is, you know, something that's going to be a problem. You know, the, the police need to be, we need to be in a position to, because it, because we're going to make money on it, but mm-hmm. to give the police the weapons to fight this. And it's just like, and, and again, you know, and that's why, you know, when, the, when they announced the Luke Cage show and then, you know, everything came up again, you know, the idea of a bulletproof black man, you know, given, what's been going on in real life. With How important that was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's yeah. It has this whole level that they couldn't even. Yeah. It's like a weird sort of serendipity where they, I don't know. It just, it was like the perfect time for that story to happen. And I, and I am, I do appreciate how well a lot of those elements got, you know, they were able to, handle those elements you know like, right i mean the things we're talking about are you know some interpersonal stuff you know some some plot motivation like you know some of that stuff's weak but i guess i'd rather them fumble on that than fumble on some of the other stuff that they 
they tried to do and oh well when um, you make me think a real i mean and that's that's when you really do a great job when you when you make me think of i just couldn't turn my brain off and you made me think of real (laughs) situations yeah, yeah it works. And, like, and that's what's good. I mean, good sci-fi, good fantasy, good always comics. Like, a lot of people seem to have this. You know, you'll see these arguments and comments and stuff sometimes where these, you know, people argue about like politics shouldn't be in comics and politics shouldn't be in sci-fi. It's like that's what they're best at. You know, it's like you said right. with the X-Men. You know, and it's yeah. that's what sci-fi as a genre was built on. I mean, it's all about like putting a mirror to society by sort of mm-hmm. using these fantastical elements to sort of like, I don't want to say trick you into thinking about it, but just to get you to look at it in like a different way by not giving it to you directly, you know, right. and, and exploring these like possible futures or scenarios that like, Hey, this could be, you know, what, what things are like for us, you know? And, and I never feel like I'm getting preached at, you no, know, that that's no. the one thing right. that's, when, that's when tough it, is, yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, TV shows or whatever can lean into some of this stuff mm-hmm. and you just feel like you're being preached at. Um, yeah, like and, the Arrow instead episode of, was maybe a little... With the guns, yeah. Yeah, it was a little yeah. too heavy-handed. But again, I, I mean, I 100% like defend, I'm glad they did it. I want them yeah. to do it more. Like, go for it. I say go well, for it. Well, I would it. make like, a distinction. I It wasn't that... I don't think it was that it was, it was wrong that they did that. But I think it, what, what made it wrong is that they didn't handle it right. Like, you can't turn around and you, you're a show where you have two people that use guns yeah. every episode. Yeah. That's yeah. what bothered me. They never And they kill. It. Like, if you had done this on Flash, then you could come from a from exactly. a, from something and have a conversation about that's different. Like, that, that that's something that could spark uh, a conversation. But Arrow, you can't. You just, you just had a woman who you put on your team that murdered the like he gave himself up and she murdered the guy in cold blood even though he was a terrible bad guy but you were like i right, okay you can still join the team like you didn't take it to jail so you can't the next episode you can't tell me that there's yeah. an issue with the gun thing like you can't like yeah. you, you yeah. just cannot go down that road unless you're going to go down that road right and i you know like when we do these villains like with even with magneto I think even in comics now, where they try to tell the same story with the with the X Men and stuff, and they do it with TV, they tend to not make they tend to not make the the whole argument. They just turn them into. Right now, the narrative seems to be we'll make them be like uh, all the terrorists that we see, like you know, like the the really yeah. extreme terrorists. We'll turn them into that instead of capturing what. Magneto was like you know taking where he came from the racism and all that kind of stuff and and hatred from you know humanity and then and that like kind of shaped how he felt about people and then you know but they don't know how to they don't get that it everything turns into a soundbite like sometimes I see like I feel like even when it's a very liberal you you could tell that there's a, a liberal side to the to the people telling the story and I'm liberal but I but it makes me feel like sometimes they tell it like I'm just going to repeat the same stuff that I saw on CNN and MSNBC but you're not getting to any like it's not you're, you're just preaching to the choir like a good storyteller right, right. could could tell that story and someone who is opposed to that side who is a you know who isn't liberal could look at that and go, 
you have a good point. Like, that's a good storyteller as opposed to just banging me over the head with you conservatives are wrong. And this is, you know, like if they had used all white cops to and 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 they were beating up and, and hurting just black people, then that would be a hitting over the head of you know police brutality you're all wrong but to mix it up and be like no it's not just that it's color or race it's about police as a fraternity right right it's about power it's about power and there's a system there and they and they and they're brothers and when one brother is killed that switch goes off (laughs) like the, the 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 switch that you know makes you think and and see and and you get anger and you it's valid to a point if somebody in your family gets killed you like the first thing you're thinking of you, you just want the person to be taken down I don't care what you have to do yeah so, I mean you yeah. see it you see it in every show movie like when a cop gets killed it's the, nobody even has to explain it they just say he's a cop killer and then right. it's just like whoa you know it's like the worst thing you can imagine but it's yeah. like we you know we've sort of been conditioned to to sort of to to sort of be on that side and now right, i think right. we're sort of seeing well there's there's an ugly flip side to that it's that you know yeah when you sort of take that sort of extreme idea that then there's there's something extra blasphemous about you know killing a cop versus you know just killing anybody which right, is terrible right. you know yeah. then it becomes this yeah, extra right. like mm-hmm. well this is a little bit worse because we're a little bit you know higher up you know, we're a little bit, you know, it just, it, it creates this sort of division of like, well, you know, we're a little bit better. And, and when you're a little bit better, you know, we sort of play by a, you know, sort of different set of rules. Yeah. And I, I, I hate to keep referencing the wire, but I think that's, that's again, one of the things that the wire did really, really oh, well. Yes, it did. Is, I love that. Oh, is showing, man. you know, that division between the community and the police and, you know, where race played and didn't play a factor mm-hmm. in, you know, the way that that policing was done and the way that, you know, the community looked back. I don't know. It was just, I mean, well, like if, if you haven't seen The Wire, go watch the Like Wire. this, <laughs> there there was no answer where you just sing a song and hold hands and then everything is fine. Like there, there they right. don't, there isn't an answer. That's the thing. Like even when yep. you had Miss, uh, uh, Misty talking to her, her sergeant and they were going at it and Misty was like how, you know, like one minute they hate us, but then until they need us thing. And then when she, the, the, the sergeant saying, yes, but the purpose of what we do, it's not just, we, they don't work for us. We work for the community. Like that's how it's supposed to go. Like we, we cannot lose sight of that. And sometimes we do. And 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 we both have to remember we need the community just like the community needs us. We need each other. And just that the conversation of those two women and they could have done it with and it could have turned down. And I'm glad they didn't make it just about race because it could have just been a a black person, a white person to have that conversation. And, you know, the 10 would be okay. here we go. We're just going to say everything is about race. They didn't do that. They had having those two black characters, black women have the conversation. These are two cops. These are not, you know, yeah. like these are two yeah. cops these, the, that are having this conversation. And they, and, and that's why, you know, sitting and watching and, and hearing them talk to each other, it makes you think of the issues without, you know, feeling like you're just pointing fingers at all cops are bad and all, you know, like it's not doing that. 
It's just saying that there's, right. a, you know, exactly. there's a problem, exactly. but it's not saying everybody is this and everybody is that. Right, right. No, absolutely. So, yeah, the other, the, the other bit of this episode is just Luke and Claire with the doctor and him getting well. Mm-hmm. And Claire seems to be like the smartest uh, research scientist <laughs> slash physician on the, on the planet. She makes she, it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what she says. Yeah. I like how they explain his powers, though. Like that. That's yeah. another thing yes. that I really liked also is how they made it such a plausible thing to think about, like, how his powers work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, in comics, it's just like he got hit with the power. You know, like, once they did that's the That's why serum, I appreciate the MCU, you know. The, I, that's what I like about the grounding, because that's what I do. Like, I'm, I'm that sort of nerd where I'm like, you know, I got to be like, oh, wait, hold on. How do these work? You know, like, I'll argue about, you know, like, how Wolverine's claws work, you know, because I want to, like, no, it's got to make sense to me, you know. So I appreciated them, like, you know, trying to make it like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Well, and the other thing that we I never really thought about when it comes to Luke Cage is you always just focus on his bulletproof skin, right, right? or his, his impenetrable skin. But then the doctor's like, he could be immortal. Like this man could live forever because his his cells are just regenerating. Right. And I was like, man, I never really thought about that. Um, exactly. Yeah. You know, that, that he would just stay young um, or stay at whatever age he's at right. because his, his body would repair. in comics, like, everybody stays young, so you don't really have to think about yeah, it. Right. Yeah, you <laughs> then really they, until they that. do that, uh, you know, they do a future issue and they just throw a little gray in it. And then right, they, right. They better yeah, explain like, it yeah. more than that. Or Steve Rogers. Yeah. He gets to age every once in a while, but everybody else. Yeah. That's only when you take the server away. You know? Right. <laughs> Yeah, but that's like the that's the only example. But I Except like for that a future yeah. episode. Yeah, exactly. So I, I like that to explain his powers yeah. working that way. I, I totally it got me yeah. involved in it, and I hope to see more of like it, with Claire being you know learning and stuff. Like as she deals with de- deals with another meta after another meta, like she kind of through her yeah. eyes, we get to see you know a little bit more how these the different powers work. Yeah. But we also find that the the thumb drive that Luke had, the doctor was able to unlock it. They started looking through the files, and they found videos that Reva was making. And it's completely clear that she was complicit in everything. All of it, yeah. You know, she said, oh, I didn't know. You know, oh, you know, she flat out told him they are not experimenting on people. Period. End of subject. Like, I would not allow Mm -hmm. it. And flat out lie. Like, the whole time that she's reporting back on what Luke is doing in therapy and like how he'd be a good pick and, you know, his progress and everything else, like completely lied to him. Um, All of it. And yeah, all of it. And it really puts into question what her deal was. Okay. So she, you know, he was able to get out. She was able to kind of, it's kind of a weird dichotomy because they make her out to be, like a good person. An angel. Like Like she's almost like a, a, a mother of mercy. The way that they make But even, you know, through. being connected to Pop, you know, and, and feeling right. like, you know, she's family with right. him. And then, you know, no, we find out that she's, you know, this crazy person that, you know, was willing to, you know, allow these people to be killed. It was just a weird, like, I'm not sure mm-hmm. I fully fall for her turn. Like, it just seemed a it little... It didn't, and by not having Pop in, in play when this comes out, like... We miss yeah. that. Like, there's yeah. nobody for him to discuss this with 
that knows her. Yeah. You know, so you, yeah, it could be like maybe he would say, "Oh no, she had a mean streak in her if you, right. you know, whatever, or, you know, something happened to her, you know, that's why she left." Like we, none you, of that. You can't. Like, it's impossible it, to do that. Yeah. Yeah, there's no context now. So it almost seemed like it was just meant to like we were saying earlier to kind of clear the decks for Luke to where he's like, "You know what? She wasn't who I really thought mm-hmm. she was, and so I can I can move I on." I don't hate you, now, Jess. But, <laughs> like that's yeah. like I I know yeah. that you know that's why it feels like that part of it as well. Like either part of it is he can date, and then the other part is you know like he he won't being around her. We won't have to get a whole thing of you know I'll work with you, but I right. hate you know, but I still can't but forgive yeah, you, like you or yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah. And then of course the other bit is uh, you know they the, they start to look for you know answers, I guess, and so. You know, because because the revelation to Luke is that that Diamondbacks' brother. So they go back to the church, which has been is you know been vandalized and isn't even an operating church anymore. And she Claire asks him like, "Well, where's your father?" And he's like, "Well, that's not important." It seemed like a really odd response. It did. It's like, but you you but you're sitting here like the city is in flames, and you're sitting here. Taking time to go through this, so you it is important about your to, father. Yeah, you drove all the way to yeah. Georgia from New York to right. check this out, and like, that's eh, fine. So it's either about your father yeah. or it's not, because this is all because of your father, like it, it, your father. Yeah. So it's it, it was a strange reply. It was like if I didn't get to see him talk to his father, it felt very weak because we don't. Like we yeah, don't. it was like the writers yeah. were like, "Well, we don't have time for this, so let's just dismiss it." Move father on. and yeah, his we'll like it. we don't get to we don't get to see any of yeah. we don't know anything about what happened to them. Yeah, no, I mean the only thing we get is he's he has these memory flashbacks of meeting in the church and Willis's mother getting with um with his father and the mother finding out about it and basically they they paid her off to keep it quiet, right. um, you know. And then, you know, we find out that, you know, oh, she never, you know, his mother, Luke's mother never liked Willis, you know, no, you know, just right. period. John, classic you know, John Snow. Was, of course. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was two years older than, than Luke and, um, you know, they, you know, they became friends mm-hmm. and, and that whole bit. So it was just. Uh, but it falls flat because if it only would work if uh, Diamondback was a, was a character you could forgive, like he was a gray character. He's not. He's fully yeah. in the. Yeah. He's fully in the murdering, right? Evil, right. Ca- evil, hurting yeah. innocent yeah. people. Like if he did, if he just hurt bad guys. Like if they, like I was almost like it was almost like you were trying to make him a Punisher, but then you changed your mind. You just said we don't have time. We're just going to make him completely bad. Like if it was something where he was hurting yeah. other drug dealers, right, right, out on the street, and and Luke was like, but you're a killer, so I got to take. Which would be an interesting contrast because you would have be. like, you know, they have these two opposing viewpoints of like mm-hmm. justice or whatever, which. Right, right, right. Which maybe, I mean, I guess maybe that would have been too close to Daredevil Punisher, which they're already done. So, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would have. Yeah. That's why I was like, why did they even put this in it? <laughs> right, <laughs> we did, right. We didn't yeah. need this in it. Yeah. Right, they could have gone. Uh, they could have gone somewhere else. And again, another been. great example Punisher, Daredevil, great. You know, conflict not not related. They weren't secretly not brothers, related, right? You know, right. Like, just yeah. two people yeah. with two different. It's like they fine. Took it happens all the time. Fight. People, yeah. you know, don't know each other. It's a perfectly mm-hmm. common thing yeah. to meet people you don't yeah. know. I I thought the the funny bit 
to back up a little bit, but the Luke Cage smash, uh, it, he had his like yeah, smash did. moment where, you know, he's like, no, the doctor's not going to use this because he could see the doctor starting to be like, Hey, we could use this for, you know, soldiers that heal on All the right. battlefield and recover from concussions and, you know, all this other kind of stuff. And he, he demolishes everything And the bit that had me, I was like, just the, the computer nerd in me. So after all that stuff is smashed and the doctor fire, he's looking at that hard drive that has the cover ripped off of the mm-hmm. hard drive. So the platters are mm-hmm. exposed and he boots the, the laptop up and I'm like, Oh Lord, like, no, 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 no. Once you, once you expose a hard drive like that, it's toast. Like you're, nerd, you're not. Nerds. Yeah, that really, that, yeah, that that bugged me. That bugged me yeah. a lot. Part of me wanted that, and the fact that they took the yeah. they took the thumb drive out. So how is the computer still have oh, the files? Oh, you nerds! <laughs> I, what right, I really right. would have been cool though, I, and I know it's it's just a wish. I would it would have been so cool if a, a shield agent came in and grabbed all that stuff. It's like no, we're gonna take it. It's ours. Yeah, yeah, it's ours. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. We're done here. That's a nice. Uh, and then and then yeah. throw out like go get all that stuff and then when Luke is about to go smash on them he they go uh, I think you want to get back to Harlem. There's some stuff going yeah. on that I yeah. think you need to you need to get back to Harlem and deal with. Um, that's the thing that that's the shit that Shield can do when you have that organization out there and that connect tissue. Yeah. That's the cool little thing yep. that you don't need. It didn't need to be a lot. Somebody comes out of nowhere. You know, it could be in a Colson suit, comes out of nowhere and goes, yep. uh, this is mine. I'm taking that. You go back to Harlem because there are problems you need to deal with before we have to deal with it. Done. Yeah. That's yep. it. Yeah, you don't have to. It's like they make this argument that I hate where it's like, well, for people who don't know what it is, it'll confuse them. It's like, no, it won't. No, it won't. Like, no. it'll just be, yeah, people yeah, get it, no. a shady government person. Yeah. Boom. Everybody gets that. Yeah, exactly. And then, Claire goes, yeah, they, and then yeah. Claire goes, what the hell is a shield? Exactly. Yeah. It's Done. Nothing, Done. It, yeah, it doesn't, they do it in the comics all the time, and they're never like, well, hold on, we better not introduce this. Like, the readers might get confused. Like, Ooh, you know, we're watching a show about a guy who's bulletproof. Like, we're, you right. know, we get genre tropes. We get it. It's a shady government agent. That's all you need to know. And then for us, it's even better because we know it's Shield. You know, it's Our like children are on tablets, looking at like uh, doing apps and stuff as babies, as kids. Like I think we, as adults, we can handle yeah. a plot. And, and they've only <laughs> been in they've only been in like eight Marvel movies and have their own TV show. Like you know, I think most people tuning into Luke Cage probably have a passing idea that there's you yeah. know some How sort of government is- organization. How hard is it to understand Shield is the Marvel Universe version of CIA? It's not hard. It's not. It's Again, not hard they've been at in all. A, they've been in a lot of the movies. They didn't have a problem, you know, we cramming have, them into Iron Man Two. You we know, have like, MI Five on TV. Like everything, we have all these shows now where espionage is the thing everyone's into. Like there's so many shows where they throw these names out there of these different organizations, and none of us blink. People that don't read well, yeah, there's, eight, there's no 80 place. shows called NCIS. I have no yes. idea what that stands for, but no, you know, like grandparents watch it. Like it's, you know, it's the grandparents and me. Right. But what I'm saying is they get it. Like, no, what, what I'm, I'm saying, saying is yeah, every, everybody, yeah. everybody understands. It's an acronym. Yes. It's a government organization. We all get it. It's not throw out special forces. That's all you need. Yeah. You have a guy show up. He's got a suit. He flashes a badge. 
I got He's skills. mysterious. We get it. We all know what that means. This is the perfect part to do that. Like, in yeah. fact, you could have gave him a car and told him to go. Like, I'll, I'll even drop you off. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah that would have been great. Yeah. Um. So the other the other thing with this episode too is that Misty totally doesn't buy that Luke yelled out his name and killed the cop. Like she she knows She's something's the up. Audience. So she starts look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she starts you know looking at surveillance photos and everything and puts together Willis Stryker. Starts looking at his background. That's when we find that like her and Luke, him and Luke, uh, Willis and Carl okay. uh, stole a car as juveniles. So that you know she sees the connection mm-hmm. there. Um, and then Mariah has this big rally at the club and, oh, you know, and is trying to kind of get Jin up, you know, support for her. Cause again, she was asked to leave the council, but after Cottonmouth was killed, her star is kind of rising right. again. Like now she has this rally cry, like everybody's against yep. Luke Cage. So the community, you know, she's, she's kind of, her star is back rising again. And so she kind of holds this big, big vigil for, for Lonnie, who his mother's the attorney that we saw at the very beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. who Lonnie's the kid that the cop beat up in, in questioning. So, Mar- uh, so Misty doesn't, doesn't, you know, fall for any of this. She goes to the club. She spots Willis. She goes up there. Meanwhile, Luke and Claire decide to go back to New York. Um, they meet the guy selling uh, videos of the sure. incident on the street and, you know, he tells them what's going on. So they show up. Um, and of course, Misty tries to, to confront Diamondback. It goes bad. He ends up shooting mm-hmm. her. Um, Luke grabs her. And of course, so Luke is facing away from, you know, his, his front facing right. forward. Everybody sees gunshots going uh-huh. into him. He's facing them, but they think he's the shooter. Yeah. So. And he has this woman, so all the the guys in the club start shooting Luke with, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I get the point of it. The point of it was they're trying to, you know, again, to kind of continue the narrative that Luke's Mm. the bad guy. So Luke is able to get Misty out, and that's kind of where the the episode kind of ends with, like, that cliffhanger of, you know, Luke kind of pinned down trying to get Misty out to get her to the hospital because she's been shot in the the arm, in in the upper... I guess the shoulder, the the upper arm, um, which again, given where they go in the next couple episodes, I almost oh, thought they were going to do the whole, the whole, the yeah, whole that she was going to lose her arm. Like troll, and, it seemed like trolling us because they did troll. Yeah. They did. It's, yeah. We know that it, it, it almost is like them saying, we're not going to do it. We're mm-hmm. never going to do it because, mm-hmm. yeah, because if they do it, they're going to have to do that same situation again. And that'll feel weirdly repetitive. So, Right. Why do it if you're not going to go there other than just to, like, you know, it's like they wanted to do troll the us. They did that, with, and they also did a mention of, like, the guys behind uh, Iron Fist where they were like, why would he need to put the mask on yet? He hasn't earned it. Like, when, when they, they put, he put a comment out like that, I forgot, I think, right. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. It's almost like you just want people to just be mad. Just You want fans that want that. Yeah. You know, you want to get that payoff. Yeah. And they're not going to give it to you. Yeah. So that's how this episode ends with that. There's one more thing I was going to. Oh, one of the the other thing uh, that I was going to mention was when Mariah meets Diamondback and he talks about the Judas bullets because it's alien metal. What they've done is they melt. They're melting the alien metal down and 
using it to make bullets that they could put in just regular pistols and machines. And it makes guns. it weaker. They so, said that the the, the higher concentration yeah. of the metal is strongest, but then as they break it down piece by piece, it's weaker. But if you got a machine gun that shoots that metal, it'll still hurt. Yeah, you don't need. Yeah, yeah. And it, he makes a point of well, if you, you know, you know, you shot him with that Judas bullet and you didn't kill him, and he's like. You don't need to con- what does he say? You don't need to convince people that you can that you can kill a god as long as you yeah, make them that was Iron Man like basically that was yeah if you can if if you if you can hurt them that's good he enough. He said make god so, bleed. All it is is enough to make god bleed and that's what Whiplash yeah, pretty much yeah. said uh about you know back in Iron Man 2 where I wonder if yeah, they did yeah. if they just pulled that out from that on purpose. Yeah, it's hammer tech. So, so. Because, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I thought that was again that'll that'll play I, out. And I wonder the how much of this metal do they have? I mean, they attacked the metal is from the armor and stuff from. I the mean, yeah, pack. but if you think if you think about it, think about all those those giant whale things, all the the chitauri that got killed, then all the ones that just collapsed. But I thought that Shield took a lot of it, though. That's what I I'm, thought they did too. Seen. But I guess you could imagine that, like, it was just debris strewn everywhere. everywhere. You know, like yeah. true, an true. alien. You know, a bunch of them end up I in mean, apartment they, buildings, and people probably you know steal all this stuff off them. You know, I mean, they're still find, finding you know unexploded munitions from yeah, World War II places. Well, and this yeah, is, and this is New Hydra. York. Like, how do you how do you go how do you comb through you know all of New York City finding all you know like and then I have that to stuff's going to end up somewhere else, right? And then and then Hydra being a part of Shield for so long also messed up some of that too because I'm sure they did some you know well they did and stuff Ult- away. yeah in Ultron they had like those uh, troopers at the beginning they don't really get. They got into it like behind the scenes. They didn't really get into it into the movie, but no. at the beginning of Ultron, where they're fighting those Hydra soldiers, they're supposed to be like augmented with Chitari tech. Oh, yeah. I never got. It. Well, and then they, they had like, those whale things right, inside the lab. Right, they barely mention it. I think yeah. it was something they talked about more before the movie came out. Like we saw some photos of it. Maybe the because suits. they got beat so easily. Like the Avengers beat them so easily. I I didn't even catch that they had. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think augmented armor. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm confu- I'm mixing together like what actually happened in the movie plus what we saw beforehand because like I can, I can picture like in my head like an image of you know a bunch of those Hydra soldiers like lined up in this really goofy looking armor, and I remember ahead of the movie them saying like oh this is like Chari armor or whatever they explained it, but then in the actual movie like yeah you barely like they were knocking them around like it was yeah it's nothing like there's cannon fodder yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So I guess I guess we can right. assume you know there's a fair amount of it kind of right. lying around, but but yeah, yeah I, there's, there's a lot of it. But there's you a lot can of only make around. so many bullets out of that. I mean, you can only smelt that to so many. Right, you know, it's got to run out eventually. Yeah, especially if you're throwing them in machine guns, like you're gonna yeah. run out. <laughs> well, I mean, most you know the the bullets they were using though for the Judas was like a high caliber. It wasn't no. an automatic, so it was like right. right. That makes more sense. Like a, you know, makes more sense. Yeah, like a super yeah. rare. Yeah, but you figure those bullets were so big. I mean, you could melt that down and probably make what nine or ten rounds out of a yeah you know, thirty-eight sure. or forty-five or something like that. I mean, you know that that you know, and then you you water it down to boot. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, 
you're talking one of those rounds. Plus, I mean, funny, yeah, to be honest, one of those whale things, you, I mean, yeah. that would have made but the funny thing millions is, of bullets. You, you don't, like, it's sure. like they're preparing for an army that there isn't here because you don't acknowledge Ooh. that there's anybody besides yeah, the Avengers exactly. that have the powers. Like, you don't, yeah. Inhumans don't matter. Like, well, they're, they're, inhumans are not even seen in the, in this, the Netflix. Yeah. What's what's goofy though too is if you think about it from the rally perspective, right? The part of the rally was, hey, the cop that beat up this man, defenseless that made kid. No sense to me. And, and but I guess she was trying to say this is all Luke Cage's right. fault. Yeah, right? but nobody like, would have wasn't for him. The ar- yeah, the argument then, was police then, brutality then, is getting out of hand, so they need better guns. So they need <laughs> better like, guns. To go, yeah, it's, like it's what if it, was, it yeah. made more sense? Yeah. Is if is if not only did he kill a couple of cops, but Luke Cage beat. Like he he also hurt a couple of civilians. Like it, it like you would have right. like it just doesn't right. make sense right. that the crowd would turn on Luke like that. It, yeah, it seemed to really con- again. It seemed like a it was one of those things that immediately pulled me out well, I guess from they, the writing. Like oh, that's such a. I mean, I guess you know the again perceptions reality, yeah. right? So the the video, the dash cam video was legit. Like that was, I mean, taken out of context, but it was Luke attacking the police, and then there's a report like. Of everyone saying Luke killed this right. police officer, right? So, but the again, whole rally kind of was like, "There's a picture on, of that little kid." You know, true, the whole rally right. is literally exactly, like cops. exactly, and yeah, even I that and even the weird, cop, yeah, the recording it should have caught the whole thing because the cop did try to shoot Luke Cage when he had the other cop. It should have caught that they did that right. all in front of the car. Like I know that I could see the the police cutting it, but the people that gave it because remember they said that. Other people got it first and then went to the cop. Like, cops, it, it had gotten out. Like, they got the recording out and it got out to the public. It would be more recording to that, not just him throwing the cop in the air like that. Like, I could see them trying to, to change the narrative to make it seem that way. But there's just too many people, are, you know, like, there's too many people out there that would get some of the truth would get out a little bit on the streets. Like, right, it just wouldn't right. be... Just so easily, yeah. uh, just one sided that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they don't have. We don't have that many episodes left, so they don't have time. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's. This is where yeah, it starts getting hurt, like kind of rushed. Yeah, a Netflix slump. Yeah. All right, so that's eight, nine, to ten. A Luke Cage. A little bit of news. Um, that's about it we got for this week. Um, we'll see what how how the schedule goes. Like I said, we'll try and put an episode out next week, but if not, it'll be the week after. Um, and by then, we'll let everybody know what our plan for Iron Fist is going to be. Um, you know whether you know how many how many shows we break that up into. Um, hopefully, we can get through it maybe before Shield comes yeah. back or, or shortly thereafter. Yeah, might so be able to. We shall see. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody for listening to It's All Connected. Um, again, hhwlod.com for all the stuff we got going on the network. Uh, head over to mcuexchange.com for all Matthew stuff as well as Screen Rant yeah. uh, for, his, for his movie stuff. Um, and then, of course, Mr. Taylor. Head over to the Taylor Network of Podcast.com for all the cool stuff going on over there as well. Um, and we will catch you next time. <laughs>